Good day, listeners. We present to you our podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches. We discuss a variety of topics that are important to the church. Examples include sexual abuse, all types of addictions, religious abuse, and recovery. This platform provides counseling sessions, meaningful question and answer, and a counseling continuum. Our co-hosts include Ms. Lolita, Personnel Director, Mrs. Tennille, our Technical Director. We have an impressive array of program contributors. And I'm your host. My name is Prince, founder of Antioch Youth Center, 5013C program, licensed counselor, now retired. So join in this exciting podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches, and be a part of the healing process. So I want to introduce our guest tonight. Brother Tommy Wingate is on the road, so he'll come back next week. But tonight we have Brother Brian. Needs no introduction. We all know Brother Brian. Been around the church for around 40 years. And uh, he has a burden for young people in the church. I saw this with my own eyes. Uh, he's a devotional leader, choir member. And again, he's established Church of God. He had problems, but God brought him back years ago. I'm going to tell you about how God brought him back and how he stayed in. And he's a blessing. So we thank God for Brian bringing here. Also, Sister Annette is here. What's impressive about her, not that she worked in a reading pilot program in the Michigan area, or even on the Board of Education in Detroit, Michigan, that worked with those uh, children there. Not that she's a mom or a grandma, but like Jeremiah 3, 14 says, O return thou backsliding children, for I am married unto thee. So I want to give our guest a hand tonight, how much we encourage them and allow them to be here. (laughs) All right. So questions uh, tonight for our uh, podcast guest. And again, if you have questions, feel free. You can dial in on that number. That's 1-866-538-3664. All right. Who wants to go first tonight? Let's. See I would here. like to prefer my brother, please. Prefer your brother. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. <laughs> brother Brian, you've been back some years now, and yes, we sir. all know coming back is not easy. Uh, if people inadvertently remind you of what you did, how do you handle that? If they bring it back up, what you did, how do you handle that? Uh, for me personally. One thing I did once I got saved was to realize that I'm the one who messed up with God. I couldn't blame the saints. I couldn't blame anything. It was all me. Through a series of letting down, series of lack of prayer, series of lack of devotion, series of what things you feel like in your mind, you can still stay saved and cut these down. But that's a process. Backsliding is a process. It doesn't happen overnight. It's a it's a slow walk. It took 20 years for me to backslide. Wow. 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 But the reality of it was is that you don't understand the seriousness of consistency, prayer, obedience, and humility. Those are the things that you have to have to maintain a relationship with God. So in trying to come back to God, there was five times, you know, I felt guilty 
about, you know, when you know something, you know, you realize, okay, I know I need to be saved. I don't want to be lost, but am right. I here sinning against God? So I would inadvertently come to church or whatever and try to repent, but I really was not sick and tired of being sick and tired. I had to come to a place where I was sick and tired of being sick and tired where the spirit of God can actually arrest me. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember the day before I got saved, that was June uh, 14th, 2008, was the day before I got saved. I called the pastor and uh, which is brother Ron, my friend, and he was the pastor. I called him on a Saturday and we talked for about an hour or so. And I told him I wanted to come to church. And at that point, I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. I was tired of drugs. I was tired of alcohol. I was tired of cigarettes. I was tired of partying. I was tired of everything that I was doing out there. It was like going around in a circle, going around in a circle. It's never satisfying. You just do it just to be uh, part of the group. But down the side, I was lonely. I was miserable. And I was tired of my life that I was living. And I knew the way out. I knew what I had to do, man. But at that point, uh, God dealt with my heart, and I went to church on June 15, 2008, and God blessed me, wonderfully saved me. Hmm. I can tell you the whole nine yards, but I won't. I don't want to take up that. All right, <laughs> but, <laughs> we understand, uh, yeah. Sister Annette. If people remind you of what you did, how do you handle that? Very delicately, I try to think that they don't mean anything by it, that they're not trying to offend me. And like Brother Brian said, on the other hand, knowing that it was my call, this is what I did. But I don't give them a lot of airtime for it because that was in my past and God has forgiven me. Amen. And I don't see the necessity to discuss it. If there is a problem with it, you know, but... I, I don't I don't allow people to uh, bring it to me. Right. Brother Brian, we know that we are mental, Sorry. emotional individuals. We know we know that. Uh, but when your feelings, when you feel like people aren't going to accept you, when you feel like they're going to look down on you, how important are feelings in spiritual recovery? Well, one thing you have to consider, and when you're looking at uh, people, everybody's feelings are very, you know, it's a variety of that. That's true. Well, there's a consistent here. Like I said earlier, you have to understand, I'm the one that messed up. I can't blame anybody else. I'm the one that would, wasn't really wholehearted when I tried to come back before, so I can't blame anyone else. Your feelings, a lot of times you want to feel accepted, you want the saints to have confidence. Mm-hmm. And so for me, what I did when I finally broke through June 15, 2008, I didn't do anything. I didn't go out to try to. All I wanted to do was clear myself, apologizing to saints, apologizing to saints' children, people that I knew that esteemed me as a saint. I individually went to them and apologized to them. I know I let a lot of people down. So I dealt with the feeling part head on. I didn't yes, let it yes. just okay. uh, come against me. I dealt with it head on. Every congregation, every meeting I went to, I would get groups, families, and apologize to them. 
Because for 20 years, they esteemed me as Brother Bryant. And I let them down. Mm -hmm. And so one thing I dealt with, I met the enemy head on in that. So I had to go home and feel like, you know, they'll never have confidence in me. I didn't look at it like that. I looked at it and what I can do to clear myself with the saints, their children, people in the neighborhood, people that I knew, family members. I did it all. All I wanted to do to let them know that God saved my soul on that Sunday morning. And from then on, that's what I did. And I didn't even, I didn't even go out to try to witness to nobody for a whole year. I didn't do, I didn't even pass a track. All I wanted to do is live this life. Amen. To prove to the world, to my family, to the saints, that God actually broke the chains that had me bound and set me free. Beautiful. Brother Brian King, Sister Annette Williams, our guests tonight talking about this subject. I, I just applaud them so much for exposing themselves like this and telling us how God brought them out and brought them back. So tonight, if you're in the situation, we want to reach out to you. There is help for you. Sister Annette, feelings. Uh, were the feelings tough to work with or work through? Different feelings that would come on you trying to come back to the Lord? Yes, sir. For me, they were. And sometimes it was the enemy. I was talking to a friend and I went to a specific place and they, and, and I felt so moved to testify. This, this has been recently. I really felt moved to testify. But when I got ready to get up, someone had got up before me and the person that got up before me and I just sat down and I froze. But it seemed as if the Holy Ghost whipped me all the way back to the home in which I was staying. Because when you're freed from your sin and your life and he brings you back to the church, then you're free. Sometimes the enemy will try to make you feel feelings. So feelings aren't a good thing to gauge anything by because for me, I'm, I'm hypersensitive sometimes. So feelings aren't a good thing. I have to remember that I've been freed. And so that means I can testify. If you're clear, you can testify anywhere. And if you're a singer, you can sing anywhere. So I shouldn't have a problem going to other congregations. And if someone asks me to sing, if I do that in my congregation, then I should be able to do it in the congregation I, I'm in. I'm visiting rather. But emotions and feelings, they can get you all bogged down because the enemy will use those to try to derail you. I'm going to ask a question. I'm going to throw a curveball in uh, tonight. Uh, Sister Annette. Brother Brian King, if I lose confidence before the saints, what ways can I build that back up? I know I can't make people uh, have confidence in us, but if a person backslides, what can he do to win the confidence? Because you've done that, Brother Brian. You've done that. I have confidence yeah, in you. I really do. No, I mean, there's no doubt about that. So what steps did you take? to reconnect that confidence in those who you were around with the church with her, et cetera, et cetera. I think, um, cause I won't just use my own experience, but I had just already said that when you want people to feel a certain way about you, there's certain steps you should take. And the basis of it is all with humility. Okay. Okay. You make sure okay. that you're walking in all the light. You're making all your restitutions. 
You're doing what God would have you to do as a saint of God. And eventually you give your testimony and that's all you have to do is continue to walk with God. And God will set um, you in the midst of the saints where they'll, they'll begin to feel right. the warmth of the spirit of God right. in your life. Right. And they'll know this brother is clear in this matter. There's nothing left that he has to do. There's no apologies he didn't make. There's no restitutions he didn't go try to fix. So that's the only way I feel that you can be clear in the eyes and the minds of the saints of God and with your loved ones that you're not cutting corners. You're doing all that God bids you to do. And a very important subject tonight, friends. If you want to call in with your questions, you can. This is Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches broadcast. And remember, we're here for you. If you feel disenfranchised, damaged, whatever your case is, we want to be a support system to you to let you know God loves you. We're reaching out to you to help to submit these three things, reconciliation, healing, and forgiveness in Church of God. Sister Annette, question also to you. We can't make people have confidence in us, but what can we do to enhance that in coming back? After you've done the things that Brother Brian um, suggested, being consistent is important. Sometimes they may not give you anything to do. Just coming to services on time because we go to work on time. And it's important that we know what's important. Services are important. All services are important. Sunday school is important. So when we put the proper importance on what we're doing and being consistent, I think that helps them because if you're always there, then that they they'll got to put the, you on their heart because you're there. You know, and they look over there. Something's wrong. Sister Annette's not there. She's always there. So you, you may not be able to preach and you may not be able to sing and you may not be an usher. You may not be anything, but you can be consistent and faithful to God. Good. Brother, sister, or to our director, any comments or questions from your uh, part? Not at the moment. Just D mentioned amen, sister, to uh, Lolita's comment. She gave an amen. Uh, yes. Amen, amen, amen. <laughs> amen. Brother Brian, talk about mental battles. What battle did you have before coming back, when you got back? Any mental battles from the issue, from the devil? Any issues or mental battles you tried to derail your decision? Any mental battles there? Well, uh, one thing I knew that everything I was doing, you can't do and be saved. So in my mind, the day I got saved, that was the battle I was in standing in the midst of the saints. Um, I wanted to be saved, but then again, that's the, the mental battle. It was almost audible. You know, if you wow. get saved, what are you wow. gonna do here? Wow. What are you gonna do there? I mean, wow. you can't do this, you can't do that. And wow. and it was it was it was frightening in that regards, because I never experienced nothing like that. Wow. And I knew I was tired of what I was doing. Hmm. But the enemy presented it in such a way where how are you gonna make it? Like, you know, like it's me trying to do it without God. So that right there was the mental battle that I faced, even just to get saved. And it's almost like God held back all those spirits for that moment. Mm. And that clear conviction gripped me. Mm. And I broke and I went boohooing down the aisle to give my life back to God. 
Brother Ryan, are there any mental battles after you got saved that enemies still tried to do after you were saved? Yes. Um, I'll give you an incident. One of the most ones that stand out in my mind, I got a call one Sunday morning. Um, The brethren were having a prayer service at the church. And um, it was about 6.30 in the morning. They called me and woke me up. I'm thinking, Sunday school doesn't start till 9.30. It is six thirty in the morning. So I get up, I get dressed, I go down to the church, and uh, uh, these brethren are in there praying like it's noon. I mean, they are reaching out to God with fervor and conviction at six thirty. I'm thinking, oh my God, I'd only been saved a year at that point. I said, I'm not on that level yet. These brethren are actually opening up the heavens and praying from time to eternity. I said, Lord, help me. Now, when I left that prayer service, on my way back down the street to go home, that was the mental battle I faced. It was almost audible. The enemy, you ain't, this train gonna run off and leave you. Mm. You can't make it back. My, my. Look what you, look what, look what's happened to you since you got saved. Mm. So like everything negative transpired after I got mm. saved. And then I'm walking and it's just, just, I mean, the pressure of it was unbelievable. Right. And by the time I got to a certain sister's house, which is two doors from where I live, I told the devil from the cores of my soul, this train is not running off and leaving me. Amen. I said, God has forgiven me. Amen. I'm going to run this race correctly. Amen. And by the time I got home, that spirit, I, that spirit broke. It broke. Amen. I never had that again like that. Right. Sister, I'm sorry. Sister, in any mental battles, any mental battles? Yes, sir. I think even now you can have some. It When you take on situations, I, I was reading something yesterday about what Christ went through in the garden and how it was in, so important. He had went gone to the disciples and he said, can't you pray with me? You know, I need you to pray with me. And he went back and he had to pray three times. And even after that, I mean, he came here as a man. Sure. He was God, but he was suffering as a man to let us know that in spite of what's going on, our things, our light afflictions is no comparison to what Christ suffered. But but he had to seek God for the strength to do that. And Mm -hmm. in ourselves i don't want to forget that not that god gives you strength that god is strength so if he's strength then that's who i need to seek all the time and everything they said in all my ways acknowledge him and and that seems small but it's the small things you 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 can trip over small things but if you give him everything if you get used to consulting him on everything then there won't be anything that can sneak up on you because the small things will be seen. Any questions on your end to our director? Yes, Mr. 313 asks, were the mental batters there when you were saved? Good question. That's that's to you, Sister Lolita. Uh, Um, I don't know if she's talking about the first time or the second time. Probably Um, the second time, first time. Oh, the second time, time, the the most recent. (laughs) (laughs) No pun intended, no pun intended. (laughs) Just trying to keep her going. Okay, thank you, sir. Um, 
there there are yet battles because there are yet situations and because i haven't dealt with anything because now i'm in a different place in life and there's so much to deal with that i haven't done dealt with before so there's all there's only one way to go and that's god's way amen so if that's the only way that i'm sorry no please. please oh so if that's the only way that i have to go that there there should be no battle that if that's the way that I should go, and that if it's his way, then that's the way I should go. Friends, our time is just about gone. Any questions from our director? Just to clarify, Mr. 313 was referring to both times. Okay. Okay. Well, friends, our time is just about gone here. We're going to have to have our guests back next week. Uh, Brother King mentioned certain areas that were lacking in his experience. He's going to discuss those. Let us know how not to do that. He talked about lack of devotion, uh, lack of prayer, and how the consistency was not there, and how the enemy slow walks. We're going to talk about those subjects next week. We're going to also bring up the backsliding chart if we have time to discuss some things off of that that we can glean, glean that we don't have to make the same mistakes. But again, this is Wounded Heart, Wounded Churches, and we're here to support and to sustain. Just three things, reconciliation, healing, and church of God. This, po- this, church, this podcast is by Church of God, for Church of God. For those who have been wounded, we're reaching out to you to let you know that we love you. We're not a church, but we want to support you and help you in coming back to God and being all you can for God right where you are. To our guests, again, you've been stellar. We thank so much for you. We'll see you next week. To our questions, thank you for bringing those in. To our staff, Lord bless you. Have a good day. See you next week.